Ow. That's me. Let's talk about one of our favorite handheld systems. Yeah, let's do it. That died a tragic death. It really did. Of neglect. The PlayStation Vita. Vita never die. Hashtag Vita never die. Except Sony is like, Vita, please die. <laughs> please. I just like left it out in the street. And they're like, all right, fend for yourself. Have fun. I mean, yeah, basically. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Alley and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 225, and we're going to talk about the PlayStation Vita. We are. Because it's a cool system. Yeah, it is. Do you know in December, it will be the 10-year anniversary of the PlayStation Vita in Japan, which I guess that counts. It counts. But That's 10 wild. Ten years. That doesn't That's, seem real. It doesn't seem real. It, se- it seems like oh yeah, the the Vita is like five years old. Yeah. But no. Ten years. That's crazy. <laughs> Ten. Uh, we are two years past the uh, the t- the date of Sony being like we are discontinuing the PlayStation Vita. Because we are cowards. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. We don't know what we actually have here. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, do you remember when the Vita launched? It had two SKUs. There was the traditional Vita version, which came with like Wi-Fi enabled and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. There was also the version that came with 3G enabled. <laughs> oh boy! Where you could, I guess, you just have a hotspot wherever you can use mobile data. Yeah, I definitely did not get that version via AT and T. Yes. Oh boy. Uh that model was discontinued in twenty thirteen because they were like why were we doing this? <laughs> also three G was probably going out of out of out of phase there around twenty thirteen. Yeah. Uh, that that was a very weird thing. Yeah. Very weird idea. Yeah. Considering I don't when you think about the Vita, do you really think, man, I want to play multiplayer games on the go? Nope. <laughs> I mean I nope. guess to be fair, like when they when they launched the Vita, it did come along with like a lot of Western focus games. Mm-hmm. Like there was an Uncharted on there, there was an Assassin's Creed on there, there was I think a Call of Duty on there, maybe. It sounds right. Something like that. Yes, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified. Mm. You know, a first person shooter on the Vita. Oof. Uh so like they they I mean Sony did try and put like some effort i guess into it some effort quote unquote um into making more prestige games i guess for the vita instead of it just being like this weird thing that basically what eventually turns into which is just the home of of weird japanese games and indie games Mm -hmm. but also like their push for like let's put out triple a-esque titles on the vita lasted like what a year yeah it was not very long like by the end of 2012 there's like I don't know. We give up. It, it's basically how like the Wii U initially had some like third party people trying to release games on it, and then like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing here with the Vita, but with Western type games. Al, I want to ask you a question. It's a very open ended question, but it's a question oh, oh. nonetheless. Okay. Why did the Vita die? Oh man. I mean, I could tell you one 
very concrete reason. Okay. Because the freaking memory cards were insanely expensive. <laughs> that was basically what I was thinking of as well. Uh, yes. So Sony being the big brain Sony that they are, we're like, <laughs> SD cards? Who needs those? We can just make our own propi proprietary memory card and we'll be golden. The problem being... As you said, they were very expensive out the gate and never dropped in price basically at all. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really have all like a good smattering of sizes you could get. Mm -mm. Like most people would have just gotten like the four gigabyte or upgrade to an eight gigabyte just to double their size. But if you wanted to get even higher than that, you're spending a lot of money on a tiny memory card that for a fraction of the cost could get you just 10 times as much memory in the form of an SD card. Yeah, I mean, I I have, um, I think, two 8 gigs. I have three memory cards for the Vita. I have two 4s and an 8. One is the one that came with my system. One is a Japanese memory card. My Japanese, I mean, it just has all my Japanese stuff on it. And then the 8 is just because I had to upgrade because Persona 4 dancing all night. <laughs> so I wonder, since I have two 8s, I must have a third one. The one that came with it somewhere. Yeah. But, yeah, and having to switch out the cards all the time was freaking nightmare. Because, like, hey, you can play this game, but, like, you have to have the, the, the card. I'm just like. All right, I got to switch this out now. Um, so I think that's a big part of it is that it was just insane. That was an insane choice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, really, that's one of them. And I think the other reason is that Sony just stopped giving a fuck about it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I think like we said, like, the first year they tried, but then basically after that first year, they just kind of stopped caring. Yeah. And you would see less and less about the Vita. Obviously, they were ramping up for the PlayStation 4 and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it doesn't make sense in general, but like, you know, less and less talking about the Vita and everything until just like they just never talked about it at all. And like, even at that time, like, there were still a lot of Vita games coming out. There was a yeah. lot of like Japanese games coming out that were really kind of bolstering the platform where like, People who knew about those games were like, yes, this is the platform to play these games on and everything. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of indie development on that system as well that that flourished there, especially when they eventually kind of like started into like cross buy where you could get a game on your Vita and it would transfer to like your PS4 and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, like, like you said, like Sony just didn't care. Mm -mm. And I mean, like when you have the company that made the game not caring about it, like that's going to lead to a pretty swift death. Yeah, I don't think it, it. It also probably didn't help that like the 3DS at the time was on fire. It was gangbusters, yeah. It was selling incredibly well. It was probably at the time of the Vita's launch the best console on the market. Yeah, and that certainly just didn't help. But again, like if Sony's not going to care about it, why are consumers going to care about it? Right. Which was a a real big disappointment. Let's say. Uh, they certainly, I think, tried to make it gimmicky in a way because, like, it has the front touchscreen, has a rear touchscreen, um, 
which some games kind of use that, but basically, like, outside of that first year, a lot of games did not use, did not require that at all. Kind of like the 3DS, the game stopped putting mm -hmm. in the 3D element. Yeah. They just, like, they saw the gimmick and were like, eh, eh, we're good. Uh, one of the more interesting things that you could do with the Vita was you could do remote play with a PS4. I mean, you could still do that. That's a, that's a, that is a thing you can do right to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, which is weird. Did you ever try doing remote play with your PS4 or anything like that? No. On a Vita? It's a very odd concept because obviously the Vita, you know, it has most of the buttons that you would get on a DualShock 4, but it doesn't have the triggers. So you would basically, they would map the triggers to the rear touchpad and it never felt right. <laughs> and also like, it would just be like, depending on where you are, if you're far, far enough away from your PS4, it would get like kind of laggy. Oh, God. So it really wasn't, like, the most ideal situation. Um, so, like, I think I only used it, like, a couple of times. And then afterwards, I was like, this isn't really worthwhile. I can just, I'll just play it on the console itself. Like, there's no no real need to to play it on the Vita, of all things. <laughs> um, but, yeah. That was one of the big gimmicks. Or, like, a couple of the big gimmicks. And then also... The weirdest part, I think, about the Vita, and also is my favorite part about the Vita, was the invention of the Vita TV. A consoleized version of the Vita that you could hook up to your television and play Vita games on it, but also a select number of Vita games, because not every game was allowed or whitelisted for this thing because of the the touchscreen stuff. Right. Which is just dumb. But it's it's weird as well because like there are options in the Vita TV to basically if you have like a DualShock Four plugged in to mimic the rear the front and rear touchpad. Hmm. But then there's also like yeah you can't play those games regardless so who cares? Uh, also them calling it the PlayStation TV over here way worse name should have kept Vita TV. It's way cooler. Yeah. Um, I feel like they stumbled into something here that they wrote did not understand why it, people liked it. Yeah. Because obviously I think one of the, the biggest aspects of the Vita TV that people really enjoyed was that it gave you a way to capture Vita games in a way that you really couldn't before unless you had a dev kit or you, you went out and got a hacked version of a Vita that someone plugged in a, a capture thing into which usually those didn't work really well at all. But this gave you a really good way to, to capture Vita games in a way that, like I said, hadn't really been done before. It all looked really well and looked really good and everything. And, you know, for the most part, a lot of the games that you would want to play or and get video for worked on it. Um, and even, like, blowing those games up onto a TV, like, for the most part, they all looked really well. Um I mean, you could tell here and there along the edges of like, oh, this is a, definitely a screen that's been blown up, um, but it still worked really well. Uh, and for the most part, like, that's where I played a lot of my Vita games from, like, you know, when they came out in 2014 to eventually whenever I stopped playing Vita games, essentially. <laughs> it was just a dumb, good little piece of hardware that I think they put out and were like, yeah, I guess this is the thing. Who cares? They put it out and then immediately, and even quicker than the Vita itself, we're like, yeah, who cares about this thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, Sony just really didn't know what to do with what, like any of it, really. They release it, and then they're just like, eh. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is like, oh, this is this is something we could do with this, and we could do this with it. And so, like, literally everyone around this, whether it was consumers or it was the uh, game devs, like, people figured it out. Yeah. Except Sony. Yeah, they have no idea. Bleh. Bleh, indeed. Uh, the Vita also was a big proponent of backwards compatibility. Similar to the PS3, you could play a lot of the PlayStation 1 classics on there. Also, you had a good, large library of PlayStation Portable games you could you could pick and choose from. Yeah! Which made it, you know, really interesting as well. So, like, it had this, like, this big, eclectic uh, catalog of games, which are now all going to be going away soon because of yeah. Sony's decision-making. Which, again, is a choice. I mean, one of the great things that I will always love the Vita for is giving me an accessible way to play Persona 3 Portable again. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, man, finding a PSP and all that jazz. Hmm. Hmm. Finding a PSP and the battery not bulging out of the system. Yeah. Hmm. What about a PSP Go? <laughs> about a what? A PSP Go. Yeah, well, that's just a paperweight now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, I think to your point, like, the Persona games really bolstered the the Vita in a way that kind of carried that system in a in a way I think that Sony probably was not anticipating because Persona 4 Golden obviously was one of the big cash cows for that system mm-hmm. where people like I bought I bought a Vita for that game specifically I did too but then like you couple that with the fact that you can put Persona 3 on there and then you could put the PSP versions of Persona 1 Persona 2 and then I don't remember if you could put the PS1 version of P2EP on there that might have been a weird thing because it came later but regardless like you could play the most of the mainline persona games on a vita which was cool which is very cool there's a reason why people call the vita like the persona machine yeah like that's that um it lets me day akihiko anytime i want it's true you just pop it out and blam blam time, time to date the akihiko time to date Yes. Well, speaking of dating. <laughs> There's a lot of, lot of those games on here. Yeah, it's um, where I really, really got in love with the Atome genre. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm trying to see if there's anything else, like, hardware-wise we really need to dive into. Like, I know they made a, a second model, mm-hmm. but I never bought the second model, so, like, that doesn't really do much for me. Like, I think the the thing with that second model is, like, they replaced the uh, OLED screen with an LCD screen. Mm-hmm. Which is like a kind of a worse screen. It's kind of unfortunate. And we talked about the memory card stuff and all that jazz and everything. So I think it launched at like two fifty. Is that right? Uh, let me check here. Yes, two hundred and fifty dollars. I don't remember how much was the three DS at the time. Probably like two hundred, maybe two hundred or fewer. Two hundred or fewer. Yeah, that's that's how that works. Let me see if I can look that up. That's what I'm trying to do too. Who can win? Woo! So the the 3DS did launch at 250, but yeah. 
it didn't launch at the same time as the Vita. Right. And I feel like it got a price drop pretty quick because the initial 3DS did not sell well. Right, because that was one of the big things that, like, oh gosh, we gotta, we gotta fix this. Oh no, 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 no. Um. So in July of 2011, it was dropped down to 169. So it was already like a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. To get a 3DS than to get a Vita. So. You got that going for you. And then, basically, I think the Vita would have been in competition with the 3DS XL. Mm-hmm. Which they launched at $200. Again, cheaper. Yeah. So, it's one of those things, again, where, like, they're just already backs against the wall because Sony thinks this is a premium product, obviously. Um, but Nintendo's out here like, yeah, we are the, the kings of this market, and we are going to... Almost, Dominate. A, almost essentially at the very beginning, price you out because mm-hmm. we're gonna come in cheaper, and we already have this set library that that we've been building for a few years now, and you're gonna be boned. So there's that. Um, but yeah, the Vita died a horrible death. It really did. Ripperoni. The assassination of the PlayStation Vita by the coward Sony. Computer um, Entertainment America. Or which, not America, like, just Computer Entertainment. <laughs> I have a pretty decent, um, like, hilarious story, I guess. And, and you know this because, like, we were friends at the time. But um, I guess it would have been, like, it would have been either 2017 or 2018. But it's when I was like initially interested in playing the first Trails of Cold Steel game mm-hmm. and I was going to get it for the Vita mm-hmm. and I found out that a GameStop in the area where I was going for my PhD had it so I went to the store and um, was picking it up and this dude's like oh you know you're, you're buying a Vita game do you know that the Vita's dead? And I'm like bro I'm buying a Vita game in like 2018 like you i i know what's up i'm also buying a game that probably nobody's heard of in this store i know what's going on with the vita man and like i remember that i got out of there just like what just happened like this man is trying to explain to me about oh he's gonna upsell you on the playstation 3 version (laughs) (laughs) that should have been your restore of being like oh what do you want me to buy this on the ps3 instead I was just like, what is happening right now? It was so weird. But I mean, like, again, if, if when the company that makes that thing is giving, is basically telling people that's the the thing we want you to know, that's what people are going to get. Yeah. From this thing. Uh, so, yeah, the Vita is great. It's a shame I- that it just got completely destroyed by Sony and yeah. just they didn't care. Um I really, I, I put more of the blame on um, on Sony than I ever would on Nintendo. Like, Nintendo obviously, like, was the big competition here, and they, you know, played it very smart. But Sony really just didn't even put up a fight. No, they just, like, they saw things didn't go well, and they're like, oh, okay. Well, hey, have you heard about the PlayStation 4? <laughs> it's coming soon. Um. Allegedly, in September of 2018, there was reports that the Vita had sold 16 million units. 
I don't know if that's good or bad or not, but that's just a, that's a number we're going to throw out there. Let's talk about some Vita games, because the Vita has a long list in its library. According to Wikipedia, it has 1,298 games, too shy of 1,300. And then there's a bunch of, like, uh, whatchamacallit, canceled and unreleased games for this thing. Uh, we're not going to, like, dive deep into these, because, like, there's going to be a lot of games, so we'll just be like, hey, this is good. Mm-hmm. And it just shows, like, you know, this, this library was very diverse and vast and had a lot of variety to it but you wouldn't know that if you talked to sony <laughs> nope um so yeah, let's talk about some games here let's do it seven scarlet's a game you like i love seven scarlet it's one of the best atome games it's on the vita easily not gets... vita tv compatible though so clearly throw it in the trash it, it is not but like so i don't understand that man it it's it's such a good game like that story is incredible and then we oh man you should play seven scarlet if you have a vita my dudes because that hasn't come out elsewhere yet has it no it hasn't it's not had like a switch release or anything but um like i said easily one of the best atome games on the vita and that's saying a lot because there's a lot of good atome games on the vita but this one's story was just incredible it had that fmv part of it that was pretty cool it's true yeah so that like it's pretty good it's pretty good it's pretty good and th- this was the one that like they had that other game that we played like last World year, the year before. yeah 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 which right? is basically just the dude version of it yeah yeah because it's like the same writers and everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that game's so really that, good. That's the thing. Um, I, I'm going to shout out Caligula Effect here, even though neither of us really like that game. Yeah. But it is a, a staple of the Vita. Um, just watch that anime instead. The anime's so good. It's much better. So good. So yeah. But that was a, that was definitely a thing that you could get on the, the Vita. Uh, the Code Realized games. Yes. Uh, that was a big proponent for you getting to, to Otome, obviously, mm-hmm. but they put all those games out on the Vita, and I would assume Thrive there, because they kept putting all those games out on the Vita, yeah. and a lot of those Otome games out on the Vita, so... Yeah, and I mean, like, Code Realize was really my... Uh, like, I had Misty Messenger, but Code Realize was really my introduction to Otome, and mm-hmm. it's it's really, really good, and I still will treasure forever that um code realized the first one was like one of the last gifts like one of the last christmas gifts for my dad mm-hmm. which is hilarious my dad's like here here's this game that i have no idea what it is but you asked for it go date some pretty boys i guess you're like yes yes um but like code realized was a game changer for me got real into some stuff but yeah like that 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 entire series lives there sure does uh those call across mouse games are also were on the vita mm-hmm. um the, the second one, didn't, one the second one didn't come out on the vita though no it, it came out on the switch because it came out it, it was came out too late but the the original um call across mouse did come out on the vita and i played it on the vita and mm-hmm. it was really good too um yeah although like Cops. Caps. Caps. Uh, one series I think got a lot of notoriety in this country because it was basically the first time they came out in America and they came out on the Vita, uh, Danganronpa. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one and two were big proponents in the early days of the Vita. Uh, another episode and V3 also came out on the Vita, but I played those elsewhere. But yeah, the the Vita really was the the first time I think a lot of people dived into those games unless they had played the uh, fan translation of Danganronpa One mm-hmm. previously. But yeah, the, that that was where that series really kind of like got to be experienced by a lot of people and blow up in a way that made it so they put all those games out. Yeah, and I mean, and like they put them out inter- elsewhere. <laughs> you introduced me to it, and I have I have um, one and two on the Vita, and mm-hmm. that was the first place that I played them. Very, very good games. One and two, that is. Um, yeah. Everything else beyond that, I'm just going to... The anime is good. Mm-hmm. Just ignore that V3 exists entirely. <laughs> oh, man. I remember getting Danganronpa 2 and just being so excited because like, I always had... I Ever since I'd played 1, like I kept hearing, like, oh, man, 2 is so much better. 2 is so good. And I was like, I cannot wait to play this game. I think they came out like relatively like quick after each other or something. Like they, yeah, they were the same year. Like DR one was February, then DR two was September. Wow, so it was like a fast. quick turnaround. Um, obviously, because like those were just PSP games that they were able right. to, you know, use the Vita versions of those. But still, it was a very good turnaround. Um, it was a very exciting one. Uh, they put out the Digimon Story Cybersleuth games on Vita. I didn't play those on Vita, so I don't know how they ran or anything. But like those games were really good. And, you know, probably very playable on a Vita, considering they were kind of basic graphics on a PS4. But, you know, that would be a good way to play those games. Just, you know, hand on hand on a handheld, just, you know, chilling and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see what oh, else is on. All right. Here. Dragon's Crown was on the Vita. Oh, right, right, right. Big old Hammer Hammers. Big old Hammer Hammers. Could, like one of the few Vanillaware games that was just like, because eh, of that character design. Woof. Oof. Oof. There There's some Dynasty Warriors games on the Vita because, of course. I did not play them on the Vita. I don't know what they would have been. Uh, let's see what else is on here. There's some EDF because, of course, there's EDF on a Vita. I, I I did play an EDF game on there. I'm pretty sure. There you go. Or maybe it was something else. There's a Hot Shots Golf game because, of course, there's a Hot Shots game. I, I think I own one of the Hot Shots Golf games for Vita. Because I was like, man, Hot Shots Golf, I remember playing those on the PlayStation 1. And I got it. Farming Simulator, of course. Woo! The best place to play on the Vita. Because, <laughs> of course, uh, they put out Final Fantasy X and X-2 on Vita. Because they put yeah. it out on PlayStation 4 and they kind of... I think, was it? did it come out on Vita first or did it come out on both? But I remember, like... I think it was a weird thing of like the cart had 10 and you had to download 10 2 or something weird like that. Be the way, like they crammed 10 and 10 2 onto a Vita, which is yeah. a pretty impressive feat. That is very impressive. Yeah. I I think they did it the same way that they did on the Switch, that it was like 10 was on the cart and 10 2 was on the. Mm-hmm. Um, the download. Download. Yeah. I did not get that one for the Vita. I just went to check to see. But I mean, like. You can talk about my old man on on a portable system. My old man. Cool. I mean, you could basically play Final Fantasy one through ten on a Vita. Yeah. Through all those PlayStation Classic versions of the one through nine, essentially. God, I don't even. I can't even tell you how many times I've played eight on my Vita. Yeah, I can believe that. 
that well, would of course be a, you can. That would yeah, that would be a thing you would do. Um, of course, the Vita has is is home to one of the greatest games of all time, Garo: Mark of the Wolves, <laughs> which is just I think a version of the PS4 version, but like it still plays really well. Great game. Can't say anything else about it. I mean, I can, but I won't. <laughs> to save you all some time. That's that's a whole different story. It's true. Uh, there's a bunch of indie games, obviously, that we could talk about. They put Hot of a Boyfriend on the Vita. Because they put that everywhere, but still. It's a good place. That would be a good place to play Hot of a Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I got one of those... Uh... I got the Kyoto Wins Atome game, but I, I Hakuoki didn't do anything with it. Yeah. I played a little bit and then I stopped and I was like, nope, not for yeah. me. I remember you just being like, eh, about that whole thing. Did yeah. I skip through? I skipped a, a tire chunk. Wow. How rude. Because that, that, uh, that, did we talk was... about Bad Apple Wars? Because that game was good. No. Bad Apple Wars. I might have accidentally skipped over that. Apologies. Wow. Wow. They should have put out uh, Itadaki Street, Dragon Quest, and Final Fantasy 30th Anniversary on the Vita in America because that would have been real dumb and real fun. Yeah. Who doesn't want to play a board game dealing with like investments in the Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy universe? That's all I'm saying. Uh, I didn't play J-Star's Victory Versus Plus on the Vita, but I played it on the PS3, so I'm assuming it probably just plays similarly on the Vita. But that's a weird game where you can just be like, I want to see Jonathan Joestar fight Goku. <laughs> and the game's like, sure, okay, cool. You want to have that happen? Thumbs up. It's a weird, weird game. Good lord. A lot of a lot of names here in the K's, and I'm just like, I don't know what this is. Yep, Sam. They put a kill zone game out on the Vita <laughs> in 2013. That's they were, they were like desperate, like we gotta put something out. This is this is gonna work, right? Oh God. And Sony's just like, um, uh, they put out a lot of the Legend of Heroes games on the Vita. Yes, they did. They put out uh. They put out re-releases of the Sky games, which didn't come out over here. And That's how I played them. Well, you played PSP versions of them. That's true, I did. But I played them on the Vita. And then they did, I think, cross-bell versions as well. We but those. the ones that, obviously, people in North America would have known would have been Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Those came out on the Vita and also the PS3. So you mm -hmm. could play them on both. I think you played one of them on, played one or two on the Vita. I played one. You, you did, you did I mention, played one obviously, and two on you the Vita. You bought one on the Vita because you made that story. I didn't remember if you bought or you played two or not. I guess you would have had to have played two because there was the save data transfer stuff. Mm -hmm. I played one and two on the Vita, and then I played one and two on um, PS4. Yes. Actually, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure I played one and two on the Vita, but I'm also thinking at one point that I might have done something with like a save data transfer to the PS3. It's entirely possible. Yeah, that's probably what I did. But th those are obviously very vast 
long JRPGs that huge you know, games are an interesting way to place to put those on the Vita, but like you know, even a good way to play them because obviously at the time the the PS3 is dying down and. Do you want to, like, bust out your PS3 or do you want to bust out your new fancy handheld? Mm. Play it on there. Like I said, I didn't play those games on there, so I don't know, like, how they were. But I'm assuming it's just they were... They were fine. They were Trails of Cold Steel. Excuse me. Um, Because I definitely remember that I was playing Cold Steel on the Vita. Um, One of the times that I was going to talk at MAGFest... Yes, that makes a whole lot of sense because I think that was around the time you were getting into those games. Mm-hmm. That definitely uh, sounds about right. Uh, the last time that Love Live games were on anything other than a mobile device or the arcade was on the PlayStation Vita. That's kind of wild. Uh, they were weird. They were obviously rhythm games, but they were like weird. Split like they were split into three games and and sorted by subunits. Hmm. So that's how you would buy the game. You would like pick which subunit you wanted and you would get all like all the subunit songs and then some scattering of full group songs and I think it was like different on each game it's a weird idea hmm. um I own one of those which one do you own I own the lily white one which in retrospect is like probably the worst one to get <laughs> yeah why would you get that one <laughs> oof um but those games were interesting as well because they were made by the the people who made the Hatsune Miku games. So it's a completely different style of rhythm game than compared to like what you're used to with the mobile stuff and then the the PS4 game now. So a very different take on what you think of a Love Live rhythm game. And now I can click on this page. Oh, yes, Madden NFL 13, everyone's favorite game for the Vita. <laughs> it's one of those years like, huh? Again, they, they tried to put stuff out there. They did try for a hot second, and then they're like, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm, we're good. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid HD Collection is a thing on the Vita, which I think I own half of that. I think I bought MGS2 to play on the Vita, which is a very, it's a fine way to play that game on the Vita. Works totally well. It looks just like the HD versions that are on the the actual consoles and everything. I think it's a little weird. We have to like do like um, rear touch control for the trigger stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I played through that entire game on the Vita, and I was like, "This is a fine way to play Metal Gear Solid 2. Hmm. A okay. Because who wouldn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to bring Kadeo Kojima with them on the go? Um. I have an answer to that if you would like it. Oh, is it you? It's me. It's, wow, I'm shocked. At some point, I owned Mortal Kombat on the Vita. I don't Did remember really? why. I don't remember if it was like a PlayStation Plus game or something. Hmm. But I own Mortal Kombat on the Vita, which is like a weird... It's a it's it's an okay way to play like MK9 on a Vita or like on the go. Like obviously like it looks a little worse and everything, but like... And it's got like I think some Vita exclusive features that do like touchscreen stuff and everything, but like... It plays like Mortal Kombat. So I was like, this is alright. Hmm. And I think that version like you can play as like Kratos or something weird. Like there's some weird bonus character or something. That's very weird. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that Miramasa got a re-release on the Vita. I think I played that. I played it on the Wii. I might have played that on the Vita. Hmm. 
but I don't remember like getting that far into it. So <laughs> I just remember it being a thing, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a game. All right, this sure does exist." <laughs> I need games to play before Persona Four Golden comes out. <laughs> I'll play this, I guess. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure I played that. I just don't remember much or anything about it. Like, if you would have told me that, just the title, and I would not have even told you as if an Elware game. <laughs> wow, really? Honestly, yeah, because I was just like, ah, I don't know. The art's so pretty, though. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Odin Sphere. God, I love Odin Sphere. That was on the Vita. Um, I have that on the Vita. It's very, very good. That art style, man. Very beautiful. Did you ever play Odin Sphere? Mm-hmm. Play a little bit of it. I didn't, like, finish it or anything. Game's great. Of course, who could forget Oregon Trail Complete Edition? Actually, this is Oregon Trail. <laughs> Not Oregon. Oregon. Completely different. Two completely different things. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine playing Papers, Please on a Vita. But that's because I just associate that game being a PC game. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the big thing when you get to the peas. Period cube. Period cube, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and Fantasy Star Online too. Yeah. Uh, Persona. Yeah. A big proponent of games that were on the Vita. Obviously, starting with Persona for Golden, that being just a huge get huge game for the Vita. Um, it did really well. They obviously followed it up with Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Which the, is a very good video game. Also, yes, also a very good video game. The, the last of like their big uh, spinoff thing they had been doing between 2012 and 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, they also put the Persona 3 and Persona 5 rhythm games on there as well, but those were very late. I doubt many people played those on a Vita. I highly doubt it. Because they also came out on the PlayStation 4, mm -hmm. but you could also play them on the Vita. The Vita. So, I'm sure that's fine. Um, I've... You know this for a fact. Dancing All Night used to be my super-duper anxiety game. Mm -hmm. That, like, when I was having a real bad day and needed to get through some anxiety, I would just, like, boot it up and play a song in, in Dancing All Night. Um, I, I think that Love Live has kind of replaced that for me. But yeah. that, that is a very, very good video game. It's really good. And Golden was solid. good, except for it had Marie in it, and she's terrible. <laughs> Let's learn about some poetry. God, she's awful. I bought all of the place or the Persona 4 Dancing All Night DLC Wild when it came out in Japan. So I had all of that before it actually came out here overseas. Wow. It's like I know all this stuff already. It's good. I'm only buying this just so I can understand the story. <laughs> Honestly, that was it. <laughs> and also get like the fun bonus stuff as well. But either way. Yeah, Persona obviously was a big factor of the Vita kind of becoming, I guess, a cult hit in a way. Who could also forget Persona or PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale? What? Don't you remember the PlayStation uh, Smash clone? Oh right! You honestly did forget. Right. I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. <laughs> How dare. I feel kind of bad that I forgot that that exists, but Well, I think everyone kind of forgot that for, for uh, everyone forgot that it existed. Yeah, I mean it's probably for the best. Uh you played the Psychedelica of the Blank games? 
Yep, Ash and Hawk and Black Butterfly. They were Otome games. They were Otome games. Art was very pretty. Black Butterfly was better than Ash and Hawk. Yep. There you go. Uh, I bought the Psychopass game on the Vita after buying the Xbox One version because that was originally the only place you could buy that game when it came out in Japan. Oh, wow. So I have like the limited edition of that game. Wow. For the Xbox One. So it came with like a skin for your Xbox One, like Blu-rays like an art book it's real weird but it was like i got it for like real cheap as well so um but then i finally got that game for the vita so i could actually play it understand and i was like this is all right (laughs) (laughs) this is okay uh i also bought the uh, madoka magic game that came out on vita which is again a japan only thing uh but one of the cool things about the the vita was that like you could buy japanese like you could play the physical copies of japanese games and just pop them into a vita and it would play fine regardless of what region it was in region free. um yeah so like i played that game which is like a weird third person action game <laughs> all right so i was like this is weird but i'm like I'm it's all right it's okay so there's that uh they put poyo poyo tetris on the vita because of course you would put good games on the vita <laughs> They put Resident Evil Revelations 2 on the Vita, which I don't know. That's that's a weird thing to put on the Vita. And Why also would you not put a, a, a not-so-great game on the Vita? <laughs> <laughs> so that you can throw bricks at everything on the and Vita. And point. And point, yes. Point, <laughs> Pointing enabled on the Vita. Woo! Uh, Root Letter. Root Letter! That was the first place I played. Root Letter was on the PlayStation Vita. Isn't that where I first played it, too? You might have got the PS4 version. I don't remember. Might have been one one or the other. I don't remember. But either way, uh, that was the first time we both got exposed to that game. Which is a good one. It's a very good game. They have a whole list just for S games on this Wikipedia page. Wikipedia, man. S games. You know, Samurai Ill- Warriors. Samurai Warriors. There's a lot of Samurai Warriors. Goodness gracious. A lot of Samurai Warriors games, yeah. Oh, wow. Figure Mana came out in 2018. Was that that really bad remake? It would have to be. Oh, God, that game sucked so bad. They put a Shantae game on the Vita. I could see Shantae working on the Vita pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an indie game, so. Yeah. Like, Shovel Knight's on the Vita. Mm-hmm. But also, Shovel Knight came everywhere, so of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot escape. What else can we find? Stardew Valley. Again, just an, another indie game, so of course it's on the Vita. <laughs> um, oh, Steins Gate. Steins Gate, I played. I have the Vita version, but I mostly just got that so I could get the platinum trophy. I, Stein, but I played. That's where I played Steins Gate Zero for the first time. Oh, really? Because it came out on the Vita first. Right, that makes sense. Or maybe it came out on Vita and PS4 first, but regardless, I played it on the Vita because I think I think it was one of those things where, like, at the time, if you were buying uh, adventure games like Steins Gate and Root Letter where it would come out on PS4 and Vita simultaneously, you mm-hmm. get the Vita version because it's $20 cheaper. Right, yeah. So that was the main reason why I did that. Sorry, I just hit my mic. I uh, almost had to go rescue Loki. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, Steins Gate obviously is another big thing you you could play on the Vita. 
because mm-hmm. you can play both Steins Gate and Steins Gate Zero. They eventually put out Elite. Don't play Elite on any I system. I don't know if that's in Japan only. Yeah, only in Japan they put it out on the Vita. Everywhere else it came out on like PS4 and the Switch and everything. So, But yeah, Steins Gate was a big proponent on the Vita. Those are good games. Those are good games. Oh, it's got the dating game too. Yeah, I don't think it came out over here though for, for Vita. Probably not, but... Meh. 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 Not as good as the other two. It's true. Uh, Tokyo Xanadu was a, was a Vita game. It was originally a Vita game, yep. Right, because like, they originally put that game out just strictly as a Vita game, then they did the PS4 version as like this enhanced version. Mm-hmm. But I think also put that out on Vita as well, maybe, or whatnot. Tokyo remember... Xanadu EX Plus or whatever? Yeah, I remember... like seeing people talk about Tokyo Xanadu before it came out, like originally on the Vita and mm-hmm. be like, this game looks amazing. I need to play this game. And then like just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for it to come out. Cause it didn't come out for like another two years over here at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and then waiting again for the, the PS4 version. But that was a, it was a long way, but well worth the wait. Well worth it. Zero regrets. And it mm-hmm. also got us into the Cold Steel series and thus the entire Trails series. And just, man, that's been a ride. It's true. They put a Katamari game on the Vita. Touch my Katamari, right? Yes. I didn't <laughs> play that, so I don't know. Couldn't tell you about it. They put Undernight Inbirth EXE Latest on the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> Because cool. <laughs> I mean, that game's all right. Oh, there's the Uncharted game you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Uncharted, so. Yeah, I only played, I played four all the way through. Why? I got it for cheap. That's fair. <laughs> it's, it's a nice looking game. <laughs> so I was like, I'll play this. It's just like a dumb action game. Sure, why not? They put the first two seasons of The Walking Dead on the Vita, which that's the timely. That's, that shows you how long the Vita had been in existence because those are on there. Yeah. I'd be curious to see how well those ran or didn't run. Yeah, that's interesting. The World of Final Fantasy was a Vita game along in conjunction with its PS4 release. So you could listen to that one good song and then be like, I don't want to pay attention to the story at all. Yeah, I mean... Because it goes to absolute butts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously another big proponent of the Vita, which we're going to round out with here before we get into some weird canceled games, the Zero Escape series. Yes! This is where I first got introduced to the series because I bought Virtue's Last Reward because I don't remember why, but I bought it. <laughs> I didn't get very far into it because like it was a puzzle game and I'm bad at puzzle games, so that kind of blocked me from doing so. But I think it was eventually like when we started becoming friends i gave it another shot and then it was like oh this super is really good um i played zero time dilemma on the vita it's a good way to play that game as well and then they put out that uh the nonary games version on vita as well because obviously virtual last rewards already there but they gave them gave them a chance to put 999 on vita as well so you could play all three games on the same system which is a good way to do so mm-hmm because those are good games. Also, apparently they put Zenkai Zero on the Vita. Only in Japan, though. Hmm. 
should have been I guess that would that seems like a Vita game. Man, Zeroscape's so good. Zeroscape is very good. So good. Let's talk about some cancel video games, like starting off with Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. We were just talking about that. Uh basically they it came out too late. Yeah. For the Vita. Pour one out for your friend the beat the, the Vita, the Vita. Uh, apparently they were going to put a Bioshock game on the Vita at one point. But then they're like, uh, JK. Uh, yeah, that's a very odd choice. Yeah. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night was originally going to be a Vita game, but then got canceled, I think, because, again, too it's late. too late. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. Oh, my God. There you go. Timely references. Woo! I mean, it fits with the Vita. Yeah. They were going to put a Final Fantasy mobile game on the Vita. Set in the universe of Type Zero in the Fabula Nova Crystalla subseries. Oh, no. That's how you know it's good. Oh, no. And then they're like, no. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not going to do that. Uh, they were going to put Hyper Light Drifter on the Vita. Oh, interesting. I could see but that working. But that got canceled due to development issues with the studio. So, whoops. We'll see if there's anything else on here. Of course, Mighty Number no. 9, everyone's favorite game. You know, apparently they're going to port original Nier to the Vita. What? But then, so this says the Vita version of the game was in planning. However, the development team that was supposed to port the game ended up working on Dragon Quest X instead. <laughs> so weird. It's a weird shift. <laughs> Like, I get, okay, sure. Hey, we need you to go do this game instead. This is, and this is a completely different series. You're just like, what? Weird. Yeah. Uh, there was supposed to be a Shin Megami Tensei game on the Vita at some point. I could see that. But then they just never said anything about it again, apparently. And then I guess they were going to put that Zone of the Enders HD collection on the Vita, which I guess would have made sense because they put the Metal Gear collection on Vita. Mm-hmm. But then I guess they're just like, eh. 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 I don't know why this Wikipedia also lists, like, it's like, see also a list of canceled Atari Jaguar games. Yeah, why? Why do I want to look at Atari Jaguar games in why? conjunction with the Vita? Why? Like, what? What are you talking about? weird it's very weird but yeah that's a just a smattering of vita games that we like and wanted to briefly touch base on man the vita was a good system i spent so much time with my vita it it was a very good system that just got its legs cut out from it completely just like at the very beginning of its uh it's release so yeah Yeah, it's lifespan so like there's what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Put out weird Japanese games, bunch of indie games, and then the Switch is just going to become the, the Vita 2. Yeah. I mean, the Switch has really taken over the reins of the Vita. Yeah. The, if anything, the the Switch is the spiritual successor of the PlayStation Vita. Which is so weird to say, but it's true. Mm-hmm. That's how Nintendo got him again. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, well, it's dead, huh? 
How about we just take all your stuff? <laughs> you, you guys aren't using this, right? We'll just, we'll just, we'll just take it, okay? No one's saying anything, so I guess it's all right. Just, just keep going. Let's go, let's go, 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 go. <laughs> Good old Vita. Gone too soon. Vita never die. Hashtag Vita never die. That's all you can say about that. Yeah. But I think that's gonna that's gonna wrap this episode up. Unless you have anything else you want to say about the the Vita. Um, I have something that's not related to the Vita that um is breaking news that I need to tell you. Oh boy. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yes. <sighs> ben Diskin will no longer be voicing Victor in Mr. Love. Oh, that's terrible. He has been replaced by Jonah Scott. Thus, Randy Orlando is Victor. That's a good replacement. It is a very good replacement, but it's so funny to me that I'm just like, Randy Orlando. <laughs> so it's going to be really hard for me to take Victor seriously now because the whole time my brain just going to be yelling, Randy Orlando. I mean, when isn't your brain just yelling, Randy Orlando? You know, that's a valid point, but I'm very sad about Ben Diskin leaving because I really, really enjoy his voice work. But he's always had a very weird relationship with the game anyway, so. Yeah, that's what. Probably something to do with his contract. Yeah. But yeah, Joe Scott is taking over as as Victor um, in this month. Wild. Wild, right? So perfect time for you to get back into the game and uh, <laughs> start romancing Randy Orlando. Randy Orlando. So I'm interested to see how that works and how they're going to, like, are they going to replace all of the voice lines for the previous dates? So are they going to replace? Yeah, that's like, a good question. What what are they keeping? Are they going to keeping it? Anything? Like, how does this work? But um, it's going to take me a while to get used to a new voice. But it will be Randy Orlando. <laughs> I'm going to have to read him Randy somehow in my phone. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I got the Twitter notification in the middle of that. And I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm really sad. And then I looked up, like, who was replacing him. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. I'm sad because I really, really like Ben. But, like, if you're going to replace him, that's a good choice. could do worse. You could do much worse. Right, Lil? He says yes. It's good. Anyway, that was my breaking news, and I'm done. And rip Vita, rip Ben Diskin as Victor. Rip Vita. There you go. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Then, if you'd like more from us, go to seasonallamycheckup.com or scc.cools, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Now Watch. That's a cool podcast. You should it's go check that out. It's a very cool podcast. Please it listen is. to us talk. Uh, you can find more from Anladium at anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash anime checkup uh follow us on tiktok at anime checkup as well <laughs> yeah that's weird i don't participate in that because i don't have our login but you can find me doing fun 30 second anime reviews of anime that's happening right now that's airing currently in the season mm-hmm. so yeah check that out if you are cool with the youth the youth <laughs> the youth uh, you can buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Times of Pac-Man on Amazon.com. 
And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A, buy us a slice of pizza, get access to bonus episodes. There's a growing collection of those on there now, and you can get unedited versions of the podcast early, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yay! Did uh, Naughty words. You can hear all the naughty words and all the, like, the weird stuff that I cut out. Yeah, like me yelling at the cat because I was afraid that I was going to have to free him. It's true. Next week, we will again talk about something. 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 What will it be? Who knows? We'll know next week. Probably. And so will you. Yay!